0: Welcome to the Birth Nurses Podcast. I'm Shayna Brickner from Preparented, and I'm joined by my co-host Liz Baker-Wade from Birth and Beyond in Santa Monica. We are the birth nurses. In this podcast, we talk about birth and nursing practice and labor and delivery, and in a broader sense, the whole world of nursing, too. From two women who've been on both sides of the birthing bed, we've got some things to talk about that will enhance your understanding of birth. Whether you're a first-time pregnant parent, a parent to one or more babies, or a professional in the birth world, this podcast is for you. Join me and Liz and special guests as we share and learn from each other here on the Birth Nurses
1: Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Liz, and I'm here with Shayna, and we are the Birth Nurses. Hey,
0: Shayna. Hi. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. So a summer break. Done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That doesn't mean anything to you. Nope. <laughs> but I just just go that to there's work. more babies. There's more babies in the summer. Oh my gosh,
1: well, you would not. But it's been wild in my delivery <laughs> unit. Wild. I, yeah. I mean, I, I literally walk out the door into the parking lot and just sit in my car for a minute and try to you know, pull it together to drive my 12 blocks home. Oh <laughs> so my God. It's just, it is summertime. We're training yeah. lots of new nurses and I think that's going on all over town and wow. they just keep coming. It's great. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I love, love, love labor and delivery and I'm home stretch to retirement. And wow. um, I know it's just crazy, and so happy that I have you to refer my breastfeeding patients and my own birth education clients to. I want to always thank you again, Shayna Brickner. She's yes, an IBCLC you. certified lactation consultant. She does home visits and office visits and televisits, mm-hmm. and she's been a lifesaver for so many of my clients. And I love doing this podcast with. Shana Brickner. Today, we've been doing these bits, which I'm loving. Mm -hmm. They're short little snippets. And we're doing a series on breastfeeding right now. And we've talked about uh, engorgement. And we've talked about cluster feeding. And today, we're going to talk about power pump sessions. And this sounds so (laughs) (laughs) like, I thought we weren't supposed to power pump. So you (laughs) have to explain this to me so I can... Uh, understand what's happening you know I only get a limited time a few hours after birth with my um, patient where we try to breastfeed and hand express you're always in my head so talk to me (laughs) yeah so power pumping is
0: essentially pumping for Mm -hmm. one hour but with two breaks in between So you would only do this if you are intentionally trying to boost your milk supply. And I would, this is my disclaimer, please talk to a lactation consultant before doing this because you might not need to boost your milk supply. But for some women going back to work, they've been breastfeeding exclusively, they go to work. Their baby is in daycare or has a nanny now and they're taking bottles and mom feels like she can't pump enough milk to keep up with baby's needs because responding to a machine is very different than responding to your cute little baby who helps that oxytocin to flow immediately with a machine, with the pump. uh, You have to... Your body has to kind of get adjusted to responding to this machine, and that can take a while. I would say with my first baby, um, I didn't feel like I knew how to pump. Right. <laughs> um, this is eleven years ago. I didn't really know how to pump uh, to maximize my supply. Really, um. And then with my second baby, I learned a lot more. I felt like I could tell when I was letting down and my milk mm-hmm. was releasing with the pump. And I figured out the buttons you know, what each button means um, on my pump. And now with my third baby, i he's been weaned for a year, but um, I felt way more confident with pumping. I was able to... Kind of MacGyver my pump with <laughs> right. some wearable, yeah, some wearable cups um, with yeah. my Spectra. So instead of having mm-hmm. those flanges that stick out with the bottles mm-hmm. attached, I got the Freemy cups, and mm-hmm. that was really helpful for pumping at work. Um, so, which whatever pump you have, whatever style, either wearable or with a traditional flange. Number one, make sure you have. Flanges that fit you. Mm. I've talked about this on my Instagram. I don't know if I've talked about it here, but um, you can get measured. So you would only want your nipple to be coming into the tunnel of the flange.
1: Not the whole areola.
0: Not the whole areola because that okay. causes swelling and it. it actually is more painful. And okay. when you're in pain, your cortisol increases. And your oxytocin decreases, yeah, (laughs) right. So that's the opposite of what we want. So we'll do another episode about flange sizing, but for now, let's just say make sure you have the right flange size. You know how to work your pump, and then if you talk with a lactation consultant and you know that you should be doing a power pump session, you can proceed with this power pumping. So the way it works is you start your pump, you power on, you go to your massage mode to induce a letdown reflex for one to two minutes, and then you switch it to expression mode or regular pump mode for a remaining 17 to 18 minutes until you have pumped for a total of 20 minutes. Then you turn off the pump and you take a 10-minute break. During this first 10-minute break, I suggest that you get up, you move around, you eat a big snack, or maybe it's breakfast time. You eat a big breakfast with some oatmeal. Oats are really good for helping your milk supply. Something with high protein, high fiber to give you that energy that you need.
1: Okay, then good you breakfast.
0: Go, yep, good breakfast. Then you go back to the pump and you pump for 10 minutes. Same method of uh, massage mode first for one to two minutes, and then expression mode for a total of 10 minutes. Then you take another 10-minute break. During this break, I'd suggest you get up, you move your body, do some stretching, maybe you, you know, answer a few texts or whatever, and um, do some deep breathing perhaps, and then 10 minutes is over and you go back to the pump and you pump for another 10 minutes. After that pump session, you are done. So you pumped for three times, 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. a break, then 10 minutes, then a break, and then 10 minutes. Wow. And hopefully you have yielded a little bit more milk than when, if you had just done a 20 minute pump session and you would do a power pump session once a day for three to four days to mimic how your baby goes through a growth spurt and cluster Ah, feeds right that's the whole idea is that this is mimicking how your baby cluster feeds
1: i'm elizabeth baker wade i am a labor and delivery nurse registered nurse birth educator and podcaster (laughs) My birth education classes are concentrated on how to have a better hospital birth and high risk pregnancy. What's high risk? What does that mean? High risk are moms who are experiencing histories of chronic hypertension, pregnancy induced hypertension, we call that preeclampsia, insulin dependent diabetes, infertility, and other comorbidities in their pregnancy which bumped them into a higher-risk category.
0: Mm. Why do you like to teach about high-risk pregnancies?
1: Because there's going to be more interventions often in the high-risk mom. And getting familiar with the vernacular and understanding the risk-benefit of these interventions and why your obstetrician is going to bring them up and getting prepared for what's going to happen in the hospital, I think can really greatly reduce fear and anxiety and... A lot of moms out there have comorbidities these days. That's true. We need to help them out on their way. Making peace with intervention when necessary helps for a better, smoother labor and delivery, I how, think. How can someone sign up for your class? They can go to birthandbeyond.net. You can email me at liz@birthandbeyond.net. I will respond within 24 hours. All my schedules, fees, and times are on my website. I also have a consultation membership and a text me anything membership for a month at a time where I will answer as many texts as you need for questions that come up out of the blue. Lots of texts come after the appointment. Right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I just had an appointment with my OB and I I don't understand. (laughs) Right. I'm at birthandbeyond.net. If your baby wakes up after you have gotten to one or two sessions, you've Mm. accomplished one or two sessions, what do you do?
0: So, yeah, that's why I would suggest that you do a power pump session when you're away from your baby. So let's say your baby's at daycare or there's a nanny with your baby and your baby's already going to get fed with a bottle of breast milk. But if you're at home, if you're with your baby, then instead of power pumping, just feed your baby. Don't, okay. don't power pump. Just breastfeed on demand. So power
1: pumping is trying to increase supply for those people who have babies that are away from them at a certain period of time during yes. the day. Okay,
0: t- you could do this if you know that your baby has a long stretch of sleep between 8 p.m. and midnight. Do then. It then yeah. that would be a good Got time it. to do a power okay. pump session. Or even wow. in the early morning from 5 a.m. to 9, your baby only eats one time at 7, so then you can do your power pump session at 5.30 or 6. Um, actually, I don't know if I would recommend that because then you're feeding your baby at 7. But um, sometimes this works when your baby is doing a longer sleep stretch, but most right. of the time I would recommend it if you are away from your baby,
1: wanting to increase your milk supply. Got it. Yep. Very interesting.
0: I, I love know. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, we, you know, that was, it's, um, interesting thing when you're worried about m- making yourself engorge with too much hand expression or too much pumping, but this mm. is a very, very specific, um, a regiment for increasing milk supply just for a
0: few days about three to four days and then you would go back to your 20 minute pump sessions
1: yeah and if somebody wanted to contact you to do a telehealth visit for 20 minutes to help go through it placement of the breast pump yeah on the the modes and stuff is that
0: something that you do a oh, thousand percent. That's one of my favorite things to help with is pumping. Um, they can go to my website, preparented.com. They could go to my Instagram. They could email me to set up an appointment. Uh, you oh. can find my Calendly link to schedule a visit. During the summer, my, my schedule is a little bit all over the place because it just depends on when my kids have Your court camps children. or childcare. <laughs> yeah. Or
1: childcare. <laughs> yeah. But,
0: so, um, we can make something work though. I'm still doing a lot of telehealth and um, I'm trying to do like at least one day of home
1: visits a week. Right. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Wow. Great tips, power pump sessions to increase milk supply. Very informative. Thanks, Shana. Thank you. Bye. Bye everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Birth Nurses Podcast. If you enjoyed this, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can share this podcast with your pregnant friends or new moms. Secondly, you can write a review and rate us on iTunes. And thirdly, we would love if you would check out our Instagram accounts and websites. I'm on Instagram as preparented and online www.preparented.com. And Liz is on Instagram as Birth Nurse Liz, and her website is birthandbeyond.net. Thanks for listening.